Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, North Carolina, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. This episode is number four in the parable of the Good Samaritan, and today we're going to look at the man that fell among thieves. So please enjoy this episode entitled, I Need Love, But I Have None to Give Back in Return. I need love, but I have none to give back in return. As I said in the intro, this is our fourth journey in the parable of the Good Samaritan. And today we're going to look at the man that fell among thieves. Um, Much can be said about how he got here or or what happened or what he could have done when they do so many of the putting the story in context and so much historical background and some of the things that we add human elements that we add when you're teaching a story like this. But I think the man describes many of us and many of people that we come across today. They have been overwhelmed by something. They have been um, caught off guard by life. They have been knocked down. They find themselves bleeding, needing help. And many of the time we find ourselves in the need of mercy, in the need of grace, or we found ourselves in the need of love or need, in the need of repair, but we had nothing to give re- in return. And so many times when you have nothing to give in return, <clears throat> we don't even like to ask for help or to say that we need something because we're so depleted. And if anyone asks anything out of us, we have nothing to give. We have been so depleted and and, and knocked down by life many times that we don't have anything to give in exchange for your well wishes, for your goodwill, for your love and for your kindness. So as we look at this character, I want to bring, remind you of the definition of love, God's unconditional love, agape. All right. So agape is a little different. It's not a feeling. It's a motivation for action that we are all free to choose to reject. Agape is a sacrificial love that voluntarily voluntarily suffers inconvenience, discomfort, and even death for the benefit of another without expecting anything in return. Okay? And so this man that fell among thieves, he don't have anything to get back, but he needs some agape. He needs some attention. He needs someone to take some time and pour out some benevolence on him because he's in a mess. But he needs someone you know, to lift him up, but he don't have anything to to give back. And so we're going to look at him. And so let's take a look at chapter 10, Luke chapter 10. And once again, we'll start at verse 30, where Jesus is replying to the um, question from when the lawyer asked, who is my neighbor? And Jesus said in verse 30, and Jesus answered him, said, a certain man went down from heaven. I mean, I'm sorry, a certain man went down to Jerusalem, to Jericho, and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and he passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to the inn and took care of him. 
And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will pay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do likewise. All right? So we see this man that fell among thieves. Now, many times in life, we find ourselves in situations, and it could be a fault of our own. Sometimes life has blindsided us, a person, place, or thing, or adverse life events begin to happen in our lives that we didn't expect. There's an injury on, on a job. There's a car wreck. There's a loss of a loved one. There's a... Um, uh, a, a, a breakup of a relationship, there's a child that's going wayward, there's a friendship that's going wayward, or church changes, or community organization changes. So many things happen that knock us off our feet and leave us depleted, leave us barren, leave us without anything to give. And so we're laying there in hurt, laying there in pain, much like this brother, or this man that fell among thieves. And we just need someone to lift us up without any, but without asking anything God of me. That man that fell among thieves, he had been robbed. He had lost everything and his dignity and his health. And he just needed someone to raise him up and begin to pour love and compassion on him to nurse him back to good health. And that's what we many of us find ourselves or have found ourselves. Or you may know, know someone that's in that place where I just need you, but I have nothing to give in return. And I need you to understand that. Yeah, I'm a mess right now. Yeah, I'm going to require your time. I'm going to require your attention. I'm going to require your prayer. I'm require your, I might require your fasting. I may require your money. I may require your patience. I may require your kindness and your everything I'm going to require right now. But I ain't got anything to give back because I'm in a mess. And so I need agape. I need you to voluntarily suffer some inconvenience. I need you to be discomforted. I need you to be willing to go to the, even to death without any, expecting anything from me in turn because I'm in a mess and I need your love. There's a Latin term um, they use a lot and definitely a lot is called quid pro quo. And it means like to, to give something given or received um, in, in, as a favor or this or that. Um, and so many times how we are operating in love is quid pro quo. I'm going to do something for you but it's a favor for a favor. I'm doing something for you and I expect something in return. But many people are so messed up by this life that we're in and many people are so blindsided by even, they may have done it. They may have went away they shouldn't have went. They may have ignored all the advice and all the wisdom that they should. They may have ignored the Holy Ghost and got themselves in a mess and now they have nothing to give because life has, has put a whammy on them. And so they don't have anything to give you back. And so when you do something for them, you can't stand there with your hands open looking for them to say, you know, looking for something in return. You might not even should expect them. You know, it'd be common courtesy or manners to say thank you or appreciate it. But they're so depleted by life, they may not be able to say anything, but just they may just be learning how to walk again how to smile again, how to have hope again. It may take a long time for you to nurse them back to the health they need to be in because they need so much love. Do you remember sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore? Do you remember 
needing a lifeline because you found yourself in somewhere you said you wasn't going again? Have you ever needed a rescue because once again you had found you ignored advice and, and went against your better judgment and you found yourself in a mess and you needed someone to just say, I love you. Needed someone to say, here's a helping hand. Needed someone to say, to give you a hug. You needed someone to just lift you up. You need someone to come rescue you and not ask a question. Don't ask a question. Don't ask a question, but say, I'm here for you. I'm going to help you. I love you. And so this Samaritan did this brother, this man so well because he saw him. He didn't say, man, why did you take this road at night? You know there's thieves in here. Why didn't you have a sword? Why didn't you have somebody with you? Why didn't you have a companion? Where's your lantern? He didn't ask many of those things. He saw him and immediately jumped down to begin to help that man and nurse him back to help. And that's what people are needed. You're seeing people in a mess. You can see their face. You're discerning with your eyes. You can look upon them and see they need something. And it's even you discerning with the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God is ministering to you something about them. You say, man, I just can't mess with them. They do the same thing all the time. They always got something going on and I'm sick of, I'm sick of helping them. Every time I help them, they don't never give anything back. All I am is tired. You begin to rehearse those things and the reasons why not to help them. But you're not realizing that they need something, but they can't give it back and don't expect it. Just show them agape. Just show them goodwill. Just show them mercy. Just show them love. Just do to them what God did for you. Because you were once lost in sin. And Jesus took you in. And the light from heaven filled your soul. Isn't how the song goes? You were lost. Paul says in, in 1 Corinthians 6, such were some of you. But you've been watched. So we've all been on the side of the road. We've all been beaten down. We've all been left for dead by life. By our choices. By, by, you know, by someone else's choices. We've all been left for dead. Left half dead. And needed God. And needed someone to show us love. So I want you to begin remember when you needed love and I need you to give it to someone else. Man, that love or that friend, that sibling, that spouse, that coworker, that neighbor, whoever it is, please have compassion on them because they need it and they can't give it back. Don't look for anything in return. Don't look for anything in return. And when you get the glory, you're here well done. They may never become conscious of what you've done. They may never be aware of the sacrifice you made that they could be lived. They'll be going on. They'll be healthy. They'll have joy. And they'll be, they'll be moving on. And, and you'll be like, man, they ain't, even, they ain't even remember me. But don't worry about it because they're doing better. The best thing is they're doing better. The best thing is they're healthy. The best thing they're back to life. And so don't look for anything for, but for them to get better. Don't look for anything but for them to just be blessed. Don't look for anything. They need agape. Just like you needed agape and you need agape. I need that unconditional love. I need someone to take time. And so listen, I need help. And they need help. But I may not have anything to give back. And I need you to understand that on today. But spend some time with someone. Give some goodwill. Give some love away. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. When you were in a mess, you needed someone to come by. And so now we need you to go see those people that have been left for dead by life, by their own choices 
or by just life in general, but help them because they need it and they can't give you anything back. And so we look at our, our brother here that fell among thieves. He had nothing to give. But the good Samaritan and the inn, and the innkeeper gave him all that he needed. And so that's who we have to be like today. I want you to look upon someone to remember. They need love, but they got none to give back in return. Let us have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to just thank you for your mercy, your grace, your love and kindness. God, we thank you for that love that you shined upon us, Lord. But we were in a mess. We were in despair. And you came down and you sent your son um, through 42 generations. Uh, born of a virgin, God. Immaculately conceived. Lived a sinless life. Walked among men, did miracle signs and wonders. But died on the cross for my sins and the sins for the old world. And he rose on the third day with all power in his hands. Not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, God. And we got that salvation. Salvation. We fell upon that love, God. Now we pray you would show us our hearts, God. And if we're refusing to give love, God, if we're reluctant to be vulnerable, if we're reluctant to share this love that you've given to us, God, forgive us for it, God. God, create us in a clean heart, God, and renew a right spirit in us, God. Take away the stony heart and give us a heart of flesh that we'll love like you say love. We'll forgive like you say give. And we'll part that agape, that unconditional, that goodwill upon those that are in need, God. So we pray you continue to change our hearts, change our mind, God. Reveal to us who we really are, that we may serve you, Father God, and do your will in the earth. Look, guys, amen. Look, God, I want, guys, I want to thank you again for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray something that I have said would encourage you to go forth in love and show the world what love is. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 speak with one.